this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. No, I think you're totally right. I think it now is the time to sow a little more discord. Aye, and the night is young. Mm. Right, Baron? Gives you a slap on the shoulder. <laughs> the heroes push the offensive. You guys are drunk with <laughs> sabotage power. <laughs> <laughs> and stand defiantly in the shadow of a god. Baron is going to take the glove off of his left hand, his non-dominant hand, mm-hmm. and place his hand upon the ice of the statue itself. But tragic errors. Guess what I didn't do after the last battle? What? Yo. Risky tactics. Baron is going to pull out the plus one hand axe. Shwink! Oh. And desperate plays. And then, I, I hope this works. <laughs> we'll put their fate. I'm going to tell you right now, this looks like it might be far from over. In the hands of a madman. My turn. My turn to play. <laughs> oh, no. The adventure continues. I don't care about you anymore, Troy. <laughs> You're dead to me. Right now. Hello, my friends. Matthew here. Welcome to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's the 150th one of these, if you can believe it. Uh, normally, I would argue that seeing that as some kind of milestone or a sign of something significant is an arbitrary decision to say the least, and we shouldn't do it, and it's kind of lame, except that we all know what happens on episodes whose numbers are multiples of 50. So, I will tread lightly. Anyway, Troy and Skid had a blast up at PAX East this weekend, they told me. Uh, and love seeing everyone who came to the fan meetup. So thanks so much to those of you who came out and pretended to like those jerks. Uh, question for you all, though. What was it like seeing Troy in his natural habitat? Did he always have a fresh cup of donkeys in his hand? Could he go 30 seconds without talking about the Red Sox? Or was he just basically like Howie the whole time? Inquiring minds want to know. But I'll tell you what I'm really excited about and what I really want to talk about is that this weekend is GCP Live. Can't wait to see everyone and hang out, catch up, play some Pathfinder. Also, uh, I heard a little rumor that some extra tickets are floating around. And if you don't have a ticket and you want to join us, email us at contact at glasscannonpodcast.com and we'll connect you with the people who are selling their tickets. Hope you can make it. It's going to be an amazing day. And let's just say that's going to be full of surprises. That's all I'm actually contractually allowed to say. In fact, I've said too much. Who knows if this will actually make it in. So let's cut to the episode real quick. No one will be the wiser. The episode is called Shrine On, You Crazy Diamond. Enjoy. And see you all on Saturday. They said we'd never make it. They never thought that we'd get this far, those naysayers. But here we are, at episode 150! 150! We didn't bring champagne! Oh, yeah. We have nothing special planned. We really have nothing special planned. We have truly no more or less special than 151. You're just saying that because you're nervous. You're nervous. It's a multiple of 50. We know what goes down there, Matthew. I tried in 149. I've gotten so used to you killing me by now. I have a Narragansett uh, tall boy. 
It's not exactly champagne. It's the champagne of moderately priced New England brewed beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we we didn't plan anything for this. I mean, at this point, you know, we'll talk about episode 200 when the March to 200 begins. But 150? Come on. Come on. It's We're, big. You look at what we did for 50. We killed Matthew. Yes. We real did, life. 100, we did a three-part flashback episode. It's true. Right. It's true. Killed Grant. Killed Grant. And, and killed then, yeah. one of Grant's characters. Wow, right. it's interesting to see what the dice uh, will have in mind with this. It no. is a devil's game. And, we bro- didn't, and, and introduced two of the main characters that we have now in yeah. Pembroke and Feraza. Right. So I think it's safe to say this could be the biggest letdown of the multiples of 50. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what happens. Right. Because we didn't plan to kill Gorman. Sure. As far as I know. We got, we got a good hour in front of us. I mean, anything could happen. I yeah. plan to spend the entire hour setting traps for wildlife. <laughs> to just like get food Does that, that, that sound like a good episode, episode 150? Sounds great I'll cut it all out <laughs> It's killing boars in the forest <laughs> Now we ended last episode by saying you leveled up uh, Joe But I, you know until you rest I don't want to talk about your new level yet <laughs> Okay then we'll go rest <laughs> it's just the beginning of the night yeah. These aren't magic t- abilities They're like he's learning He's, he's learning He's, he's a uh, Martial combatant Per our normal rules Joe You have to rest Do you see how quickly He's abandoning the slaves For his own power Look at this guy What a jerk (laughs) The slaves Um, need my power Grant (laughs) Here's the one thing I'll let you tell me right now Uh, Did you take another level In Ranger I did You did Okay Yes Focused Now does uh, Murple What's her name there Cap Benatar Does she level up as well She does She does And we did not roll uh, Hit points for Cap Benatar Because I thought We'd do something on air What is the lowest amount She can have of hit points? Yeah. What do you mean? What, what's her die? Hit die. Eight. Eight. She gets a one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Troy, I hate one. to tell you, but there's a one on every die. That's true. <laughs> no, that's why I was I'll baffled roll, by the question. I'll roll that right now with you. Ooh, a six. Six is pretty good. And a six. All right. I guess we got to roll it again. Got to roll yeah. again. Grant <laughs> rule. It's only available in the Ruins of Aslan podcast, Raiders of the Lost Continent. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll hold off on, on talking about your powers till episode 151. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this room here. Um, you made short work of these guys. I felt so good going in, but... I gotta say, Feyraza taking up all that space and Cat Benatar rushing up there to prevent the uh, charge, it really, uh, really made things difficult. I had to fly to do a charge. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pembroke shot me out of the air. It really it was, sounds illegal. It was funny. Her turning into the giant cat was kind of like the riot foam that they use when they like shoot it out and expands and like fills like a whole area and like freezes it's everything. It's true. I mean, their bread and butter is their charge. They have this ability called natural jouster that allows them to act as if they're mounted. That's why they get the double damage on the lance. 46 plus 42 on a hit? Yeah, that hurt. With a crit, that would have been, do you multiply it twice? Three times? Would it be 12d6 plus I'm too tired to do this right now. 21 times 6? I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, a if, lot. If it's double damage that then gets tripled. Wait, want, uh, uh, on a critical hit? A critical hit is time 3. On a charge? Yeah. Yeah, it's just times 3. It's just times 3. It's well, that, triple damage instead of double damage. That would have been 66 plus 63. Oh, That's man. a lot. <laughs> Uh, well, and also, Troy, this room is set up basically like a drag racing track. It was right. designed for these things just to charge us right away. And then Joe, finally, instead of telling his animal companion to stay 
Had to get in your way. Yeah. Threw her yeah. right up there. Threw her right, right in the mix. Up there. I mean, I could see the situation developing. Not the charge thing, but just the fact that, like, in this close room, she's not going to run away anywhere anyway. Everybody's going to be subject to this stuff. So <laughs> I wanted to get her in the fight. Yeah, they had 15 feet of reach. Yeah. They were huge creatures. They're, like, if it's, there was really no way laterally we could move. It's 75 feet across the whole place. So yeah. either, you're subject so. To a, either you're subject to a charge or they can hit you. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. an awesome combat, I thought. Yeah, it was the a lot of fun. Are really a lot of cool. fun. Yeah. I mean, I like, the, I like creatures that hit hard because it forces you to have to make... Every round is very important for you guys. When they hit that hard, you can't waste a round doing a, 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 like a minor buffing. You style. can't risk uh, attack of opportunity. Right. Or there's real stakes to it. If, right. Yeah. When I have power attack on, that attack of opportunity is doing 2d6 plus 21, or if I forget it. Uh, you guys handle it really well, and I mean, there's such an XP dump, it has thrown Lork up uh, to <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. Baron, you'll be at 11th before we know it. Oh, uh, and, uh, of course, Feyraza and Pembroke get a big chunk of that as well um, on their way to 10th. They've got some uh, some weaponry on them. Pretty nice, uh, you know, masterwork lances, masterwork steel shields, masterwork composite longbows, but they're all fit for large creatures. None of them are magical. However, I did make mention of a helm mm. that one of them was wearing. Oh, yes. A, a frost very, giant face helm. Yeah. Very cool helm. And that helm is emanating some serious magic. I even have an image of the helm. That's how you know oh, wow. it's badass. It's got to be good. It looks like this. Oh, oh wow. Cool. That is a cool-looking helmet. That's so cool. I want to go to a rave with that, that helm awesome? on. Sweet. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Seriously. It looks like if uh, if MF Doom was a Viking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, can I do... Pembroke, actually, Pembroke would like to do a knowledge local to figure out what these things are. He's just curious. Yeah, knowledge local on the creatures. Right. Um, 11. Yeah, you never never seen these, never read about them. Or yeah. maybe you did and forgot. 22. 22, you don't know either. Wow. Yeah. Lork doesn't know either. Knowledge nature or knowledge local? Knowledge local, yeah. Um, Curious. Yeah, Curious. Strange creatures like centaurs, but giants and with extra legs. Never heard of such a thing. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, I am going to do a spellcraft on that helmet. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that is a 36. That'll do. <laughs> By the way, any future checks, feel free to ask me for touch of law because I've got to use seven a day. That's true. <laughs> use them or lose them. <laughs> they don't roll over? You don't have like 60 bangs? No, I'm on, I'm on Metro PCS, so my, my minutes don't roll over month to month. So, Pembroke, you, I, I, I imagine you walking over to this helm and maybe taking it off the head of it yeah, to examine it, it. And, you know, it's heavy in your hands. And you, if you turn it over in, and, and look at it, it, it resembles Thremir. The uh, deity that Feyraza told you about that has the statue, the ice statue in the back. Oh, yeah. I think you rolled the knowledge religion on it to determine that it was Thremir. Am I yeah, correct? I yeah. think so, yeah. Um, but it looks like Thremir, um, the first Jarl, ancient god of the frost giants. This is an item known as Thremir's beard. Oh. This mithril helm has a faceplate resembling a frost giant's face, complete with a beard formed from layered thin metal rods this thing is so cool <laughs> Troy, he's closing his eyes in pleasure just thinking like oh if I had this I would do something so cool with it you did have it and we killed it I know well you'll see why I couldn't use it on you guys but how incredibly useful it's going to be to one of you 
While wearing Ooh. a Thremir's beard, a creature gains a plus five competence bonus on intimidate checks. Oh. And a plus two bonus on disguise checks to impersonate a frost giant. Though the helm does nothing to increase the wearer's size. So if you cast Enlarge Person and walk around with this thing, you get a plus two circumstance bonus on disguise checks to be like, oh, I'm just a frost giant. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, my name's Fujimon. <laughs> Once per day is an immediate action after being successfully hit by a melee weapon. The wearer of a lesser Thremir's beard can order the helm to animate, whereupon the thin metal rods of the helm's beard reach out to grasp the weapon. This functions as a disarm combat maneuver that does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Wow. A lesser Thremir's beard has a CMB of plus 23. The wearer can either use the helm CMB or her own CMB, which is higher. Whichever is higher. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you about a greater Thremir's beard, because that's what this is. Oh. Oh, my goodness. It functions identically to the lesser version, but offers more protection for the wearer's vulnerable neck. Once per day... As an immediate action, after a critical hit is confirmed against the wearer with a melee weapon, the wearer can force the attacker to re-roll the confirmation roll and take the worst result. Oh, huge. Wow. Premier's cool. beard. Lifesaver. Wow. So cool. But and we have to resize it before we can use it, right? I would think. Or will it think... fit to our Unless head. we enlarge ourselves. Right. Right. That is a good point, Skid. I mean, I would say you probably do, yeah. We'd have to take it to the forge and resize it. Yeah, after putting Joe through all that hell as a halfling to resize armor, we can't now, like, get rid of that rule because that would make Joe feel awful. Yeah, all of its gear would be large size. Well, throw it in the bag. Throw it in the bag. (laughs) But we can, you know, if we need to be a frost giant, we can enlarge somebody and put that on there. True. That's true. That's true. Oh, man, I can't believe... Yeah, and if we shrink it, it's going to be harder to... Then we have to redo it if we enlarge somebody. Did Sir Will leave with that armor? With that armor, the, the righteous might armor? Uh, no, it's in the bag. No, it's in the bag. Because that allows you to. He took. Uh, Sir Will left with the um, giant of the giant defiant scale mail. We won't have to resize it once it's normal size because uh, the items. Yeah, if you put it on, it will it will get larger with oh, you true. as you. Are enlarged. You're right. So. You're it's right. like the Incredible Hulk's pants. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would really ruin the the enlarged person's mouth every know, time you, so you broke everything you were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! There goes that artisan's outfit again. <laughs> uh, all right. What uh, What do you guys want to do? You've uh, You've dispatched of these unknown creatures. You've dehelmed one of them. Uh, the room itself appears to be pretty barren. Can we search um, it for uh, Lork, secret doors? Lurk would like to take 20 on a perception. I, I think there's no reason to not take an hour and scour this place. Yeah, just search yeah. the hell out of this place. All right, you take an hour and you don't find anything. Okay. It looks like they were just residing in here. Maybe they are not as adaptable to the cold as the real frost giants. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was like... So there's some, tauntons. there's some food in here and uh, like... You there's know, like love scraps. A there's scraps. I mean, yeah. There's this. That's why there's straw all over the floor. They just defecate right on the okay. on the floor. And there's scraps of food. So we don't get the sense that they spend most of their time outside of here. We get the sense that they spend a lot of time in here. They they spend 
sometime in here, and okay. then they have they serve a purpose within the camp. What that purpose is, you can't quite figure it out. Nice try. I wonder uh, when they. Uh, <laughs> damn it! I wonder if when they transport them, they have special trailers that have them like go diagonally so they don't get spooked by being on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> and the weapons they were wielding don't seem to be emanating any magic. If we were to detect magic on them, they nope, aren't. nope, all masterwork quality. Got but, it. Uh, I just realized that it was actually the speeders that were having trouble adapting to the cold, which is yes. why Han went out on a tauntaun. Right. So I apologize to everyone. <laughs> yeah. We're leaving them both in, Skip. Okay. Uh, I think Lork would like go to... Go out on tauntauns. Uh, Lork would like to go to this statue and but see... But it will freeze before you reach the first marker. Yeah, my friend's out. Wait, I skipped the line. We'll see you in hell. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Yeah. That yeah. line has such theological yeah. implications for the franchise. I know. No one ever talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pembroke, looking at this helm is making me think It's probably time for us to head up to that statue And uh, let them know how we feel about their frost giant god Yes, no, I think you're totally right I think it now is the time to sow a little more discord Aye, and the night is young mm. Right, Baron? Gives you a slap on the shoulder <laughs> slap Plenty on the more giants to kill tonight Baron like Has to catch his hat The slap was so hard With your new <laughs> elven body Like <laughs> That's right friend That's right Alright let's Go to Bounce Town We'll start moving uh, Stealthily through oh. uh, From the longhouse To the to the statue Unless there's people At the statue We shouldn't see much uh, Traffic It's really <laughs> empty up here yeah, yeah so if you head out The east doors yeah, um, it's a pretty straight shot to yeah. those those steps that are carved right into the mountain itself. Um, obviously, the slave pen is set uh, to the just to the left of it, to the west, but it's farther back with the right up against the mountain, um, so the slaves can't escape. But with the watchtower, you know, unmanned and de skyrocketed, uh, it's pretty easy to head up there. Awesome. All right. Terraza um, will go as a puffin. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's though, can we... Arctic turn. Can I turn... I'm going to... Baron's going to turn to Lork and say, we should cover our tracks as we leave here, though. Is there any type of uh, cleanup we should do on our way out so they don't follow us where we're going tonight? I will uh, we'll cover the tracks with snow as best as possible, but... You mean, how about a spell that's called Pass Without Trace? Ooh. You have one? I do. Nice. Prepared it specifically. You oh, see, nice. Baron, nice work. Magic will cure all your problems. Though, don't we want to have some... We would want to leave some... Do we want to, like, fake some tracks? Because, obviously, the giants who defaced this in our imagined scenario would not have appeared there. Sure. Magically. Well, we also have these bodies in this longhouse, which means we are kind of on a clock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not going to be able to cut up these giant... A huge... Horse bodies and do something with them. We should cover this room with fox tracks and blame it on the familiar. <laughs> blame it on Merple. <laughs> Merple killed all the Merple giants. really lost it. Uh, <laughs> Merple killed his master <laughs> with a he gun. Got drunk. Yeah, he, he got, got drunk. Drunk, in, drunk on in the brewery. Yeah. yeah, and then he and then he wandered up here and picked a fight with a couple of. Centaurs. Well, I just think that, uh, you know, we're up here in the cold. I think that it's going to keep the, for a little while at least, it'll keep the smell at bay. Somebody's going to have to come pretty close. I don't know how often, how often they I come. I mean, this will be close. found, but I mean, yeah. you know, uh, what, as long as they don't know, it's more confusion. Right. Yeah. They won't, they'll know. And we've already disabled, a, you know, a bunch of the outer towers. So right. even if they increase their 
uh, watch, you know, they're not going to have rockets working. Right. Yeah, I think these things are too strong and powerful to possibly try to, like, peg it on one of the cults or whatever. Totally. Totally. So we got to just... I'm just talking about covering tracks on our way out of here. We got to just bide our time. So burn it to the ground? Uh, That's that's usually (laughs) the way to go on this kind of thing, right? (laughs) Again. It's not a bad... not a bad idea. Something, some of the hay accidentally caught fire. Their bodies were burned. There's no evidence of how they died. Yeah. I like it. Yep. I was joking, but cool. <laughs> yeah, but we, let's let's do the statue first. All right, uh, and then set this thing on fire, and then go back to our camp and just watch, <laughs> watch the watch stereo. Put our oh, hands out in are. front of us and try to warm ourselves on the fire. <laughs> you guys are drunk with sabotage power. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skid said he did have a Narragansett. I did. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> All right. So, uh, favorite drink there, of pyromaniacs in this... New England everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the statue is way up. There's a, there's a lot of stairs. So yeah. we, we're, we're not, we can't possibly see, right, from here if it's occupied. A dozen or so stairs. I mean, uh, for, for us, us we'll, a bird, right? I'll, oh, right? I'll turn it up and uh, see what I did there. And then I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 do a, I'll do a pass and make sure. Pass Get around. Turned. No, uh, <laughs> Get turned. No creatures that you can see. <laughs> okay. No uh, one worshiping at the statue or anything. All right. We'll start moving across. Yep. All right, so uh, you see those stairs carved right into the rock. Kind of uh, goes pretty pretty straight up to the top. Um, do you guys climb up the stairs to the statue? Yeah, uh, Lork will go first and stealthily, trying to okay. keep an eye out for danger. Go ahead. Uh, so I'll do a stealth check first. Uh, that is a 35. 35. And then a perception check. Uh, that is a... 44. Oh, man. 44. Natty 19. All right, so you just... Doo, 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 doo. Ryan Gosling gets up there, <laughs> and you don't see anything. You see this hexagonal stone dais uh, atop which the statue is on. Uh, it's covered in rime, and it looks like there's chiseled runes barely visible underneath, and you don't uh, recognize them at, at first glance. What rhymes with giant? <laughs> Defiant. Can I? Um, he'll, uh, as, sorry, you go. I was just going to say he'll turn and give a quick like, "Let's go, let's go." Uh, hand motion to Baron and Cat uh, and uh, Pembroke okay. as they're coming up and I'm um, circling as a turn. Can I detect magic on the statue? Uh, yeah, go ahead and, and detect magic. You detect. Um, yes, the statue is magical. It is emanating. Um, some abjuration magic. Abjuration. Uh, Interesting. Uh, and now that you're all up there, you see this ice sculpture. Um, a giant bearded figure, similar to the Thremir's beard you now have. Um, it's made of. It's fully made of ice, or just the beard is made of ice? Fully made of ice. Oh. Its, its features are angular and chiseled with an inhuman, almost elemental quality about them. Jagged shards of ice form Thremir's beard and hair. And the air in the vicinity, similar to what Feyraza felt when she first did her flyby here, lo, so many days ago, uh, (laughs) it's much colder here than anywhere else you've felt. Something from this statue is just emanating pure cold. Where are you, Feyraza? Do you join the party? I'll I'll come perched next to Cap. On cat, okay. <laughs> like, Woods, like Woodstock, the like Woodstock on Snoopy. 
Uh, all right, Lork will approach the runes. He's going to try to brush away some of the maybe lingering snow or ice that's on the runes and see if he can get a better look at them. Uh, not, I don't know that he's going to be able to, to decipher anything. Uh, though, he got a headband of vast intelligence last night, roundabouts this time. That's right. And uh, I'm wondering if it's uh, kicked in yet. All right. What uh, do you think? Go ahead and roll a... Uh, you don't have linguistics uh, to speak of, right? So no. why don't you roll a perception check? Okay, I'll do perception first. That's a 31. Okay, the runes are written in giant. Um but, you know, this is still very new for you, obviously, yeah. in, in the in the realm of uh, the game. You now know Giant, but I think of this. So I do. It's all kicked in. Right. It all kicked in. Um, but you, uh, you know, this is an ancient uh, way of speaking Giant, and it's still a new language to you at the same time. Middle Giant? Middle Giant. It, uh, it seems to describe Thremir's birth during the uh, Age of Creation. Hmm. Um, his subsequent stumble into the steaming sea and the genesis of the frost giants and all of the frozen folk. So it tells the story of how uh, Thrymir, the first Jarl, created the race of frost giants. He fell into the sea and out came the frost giants. Huh. Um, and so this is a uh, you know shrine to him. Okay. Lork will do a walk around the statue stealthily, just trying to cover and see if there's anything of interest, any left, uh, any offerings of magical weapons, uh, magical armor, rings, I would assume, <laughs> any several door- rings. A couple of rings. <laughs> any, door- any secret doors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you don't see anything. Uh, you're just looking up at the statue. It's about 20 feet tall. Um, you think it probably weighs over 1,000 pounds. It's just this ominous... Cold, cold. Does it statue. look like it's made of ice? It looks or? like it's made of magical ice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like there's something that's keeping it uh, perpetually cold, and it's that's like what wall. Feyraza detected. Can Baron do a, a look around? Is the base of it stone? Yes. Based on this picture? Okay, so he's going to look around there and in the sides of the mountain for any unusual stonework. Mm. 18 plus... <laughs> 18 is a 36. Oh. As a matter of fact, there is not any. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn man. it. I thought we had something there. Uh, um, one of these days. So what's our what's our plan for defacing? I mean, I have stone shape prepared, so but that doesn't seem like something the giant tribe around. would do. Yeah. I'll come back around the corner and I'll say, I think it might be just something as simple as, what if we just chisel in next to these runes a little symbol of Urgothoa? Just almost like a little graffiti from that uh, that cult. Not something so overt, but just something to say, you know, we were here. Where are you guys during this conversation? Are you just still talking? Uh, at Lork the base is or? sort of coming around from the back after examining. Yeah, he's right about there. Baron used to look at getting closer. Are you? Yeah, I probably circled back around. I think we might be standing kind of behind the statue to discuss so that we couldn't be seen from anyone coming up the stairs. That would probably so be we'll the... stay away from the stairs? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. so, so we're talking behind it. No one will see us. And maybe someone will come up and we can eavesdrop on their prayers or something. Right, right. I would love a grander display to say, your god is dead and you have killed him. Uh, and I wish we had, like, greater dispel or whatever it would take to destroy this magical well, ice. Well, I, I was thinking um, there was... Was there, was there dung in the uh, barn where we killed the two centaur creatures? There was some uh, rather 
well, a large thinking, tongue. I could pop back there and grab a few sackfuls of uh, excrement, bring it back. A few logs. Fly up, smear it all over this thing, let them know we mean business. And then light that on fire? And then light it on fire. <laughs> Can we put the statue in a paper bag so someone has to step on it as soon as we ring Who the doorbell? Put flaming paper bag. Oh! oh. He, called he called the shit poop. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, rubbing poop on the statue? Is that the plan? I don't know. Why not both? Um, okay, no, both. Does. <laughs> Um, yeah, I Can do. we see what happens if we put a, a, like a fire source near it? Oh, that's a great idea. Baron, if we do, or if, sorry, Pembroke, if we do a little burning hands on a leg here, do you think it'll have any effect on the ice? Would it weaken it? No, it's, uh, I don't. Can I do like an arcana check or spellcraft to see if I have an inkling whether that's true or not what, what, of what might happen? Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and roll arcana. All right. Uh, 22. 22. You just, you're not 100% sure. You, you feel like if this is protected by some type of magic, that it's going to take a greater magic uh, to uh, take it out. Yeah. So, How about hitting uh, with a flame strike? Flame strike or a, or a fireball. Could attract a lot of attention, of course, but I don't know. I mean, I can get, I can get far away and do the flame strike. I can do... A flame strike would be great. 180 feet, and we can all get to cover. And I can just be as a bird, be like, <laughs> "It's going to look wow. like an Apache attack helicopter in Vietnam, just <laughs> raining <laughs> Cobra missiles down on <laughs> holy sh- vertical column of fire." I will agree that I love the smell of flame strikes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree that this is much more effective than a small etching of an ergothoic in the face. I was trying for a more subtle approach, but I think then Pembroke just has to be ready to like fling some poop right onto the embers. <laughs> yes. Well, listen, you discuss this. I'll run back to the barn and grab as much dung as I can carry, and you just uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll decide when I get back. And he run you. Hustles down the stairs, waddles down the stairs with this cane. <laughs> Comes back a couple minutes later with a bunch of poop. <laughs> Just in his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> all <laughs> all <right>. <laughs> I feel alive again, friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any other symbols that we would know that, were, that would be associated with uh, Ergothoa besides like a fly a and Minderhall. that symbol? Minderhall. Minderhall? I'm sorry, not associated with Ergothoa, but another giant deity. Yeah. Did those cross? Wait, what was your question? My question was just, is there something like that we could leave besides an etching of a symbol that, that says, you know, Ergothoa was here? Do, do they have like, what's their holy symbol? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm. Yeah, it was the, the fly. I think I told It's you. just a fly. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I, know, I know what back. the insignia is, but yeah. I, I'm saying like, well, what's their like weapon of choice or something like that? Do you, uh, do you, you know? can roll knowledge religion. Okay. That's a uh, eight. I'll roll two. Don't know. That is a 20. <laughs> it's a scythe. Scythe. So if we put down a scythe, you know what else we could do? We could try to link the two things together. So we could put, with maybe an arcane mark or something, um, the symbol of the scythe, as well as the symbol of the crossed lances that was on where we murdered those two centaur giant things. Uh-huh. Uh, to try to take responsibility for everything. 
Yeah, but I think if we do the ergothoa people, when we want, don't we want them to do both things? Okay, I see. You know what I mean? Like we could have them in one night kind of do maybe they were maybe they don't like these frost giants with the the eight hooves. Mm-hmm. Um monstrosities. Yeah, these monstrosities. So cold up here. So cold. <laughs> so cold. I'm just trying to think of like how to leave evidence uh that that it was that it was them because if it if it was them. Well, we have to see if it's going to work at all. So, you know what I think we should do? I think we should just cast the flame strike and set the the barn on fire at the same time, you know, and then uh, just just flee and see what happens because we don't even know if it's going to hurt the statue. The flame strike might do literally nothing to the statue. In the spirit of devotion to Torag and being an inquisitor in particular and wanting to know thy enemy, Baron is going to take the glove off of his left hand, his non-dominant hand, Mm -hmm. and place his hand upon the ice of the statue itself. And he's going to say a prayer to Torag as he does so to grant him the strength to destroy this uh, affront to the world. So you lay your hands on this statue and uh, say a prayer to Torag. It feels almost painful to the touch because it's so cold. Um, But otherwise, you aren't affected by it. Okay. Do you want to do the? Do you want to do deface it just in case the flame strike does nothing? Yeah, yeah. I think we should still have some sort of yeah. We could still lay some dung around and uh, and still make that symbol. Either carve it in the ground. I like carving it on the stone. Wait, arcane mark. No, it, it doesn't work that way. It's, it's invisible. Uh, it's only your mark, right? Yeah, and it's it's just like my signature. Yeah. So, okay. So I think I think we should carve it in the stone. I think it would survive the the burning, and I think that it would yeah. be subtle enough that if Skirkatla was like examining this thing, she'd find it, and it wouldn't be. She would think she figured something out. Baron know? volunteers to do the masonry work as part yeah. of his dwarven heritage. Yeah, yeah. stone worker. Yeah, you see tink, little tink, uh, tink, 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 tink. mementos buried in the snow around it as you're, you know, examining more and getting ready to deface it. And you figure that, like, all these giants come up here and probably leave offerings, those that, uh, you know, worship Thremir. So it holds a great significance, you would think, as a sort of moral and religious uh, backbone for the community that they're trying to build here. So any sort of defacing is certainly going to... Um, Anything Raise. good in the pile? Anything good? No, it's more like uh, trinkets and whatnot. Oranges. Oranges. <laughs> Mostly orange peels. <laughs> Baron, where are you? Um, Peanut shells. Are you working your way from the back to the front, or are you going to start on the back and, and deface it? What, what, is, what is the plan? I think we should do it right in the front, wherever I do not like it. how specifically he's asking. Yeah, I don't either. Something is going to happen. Um, the other thing. Looking at the dais, so you'd have to step up on the dais. And Lurk is going to run back to camp. And Baron's going to do it not like as an addendum or the beginning of a new sentence. He's going to do it big and bold enough and hopefully deeper than the original giant runes. Just try the Ash Peak symbol. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) No, it's more of like it's more of like a Charles Manson, like death to pigs type of blood splattering type of thing over, you know, like very, very like very anarchic. Yeah, Yeah. very Urgothoa. Nice. And uh, Pembroke is going to smear the dung on all the offerings that are left in the snow. Ah. Oh, gross. Gruesome. All right, so Baron, uh, tell me what you do. Um, so I get out my uh, craftsman's tools out of my backpack, pull them out, 
And uh, much in the same way, I started whittling away to make a, a tapestry on the cellist devil. I'm going to start clanking into this stone where that inscription is. You start clacking into the stone where the inscription is, and Pembroke just starts smearing dung on all these oranges. (laughs) (laughs) Trinkets. Yeah, those oranges are now useless. (laughs) And within seconds, both Baron and Pembroke feel, wham, this rush of cold, like, grab out for them. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Oh, no. Definitely did not oh, see that man. coming. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Let's see what everybody got. Baron. Oh, 39? Man. 32. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Why do I even ask? Oh, my God. Manny, 19 on the Dwarven oh. Dice. <laughs> Lork. Uh, Lork got a 14. 14 for Lork. Okay. Pembroke. Uh, 18. Okay. And Ferraza. 10. 10. Nope. 11. Uh, uh. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> in the surprise round, almost as if they were just hiding in plain sight, the winds and the snow rising up from around you on this blustery uh, outcropping here in the rock surround this almost transparent, fey-looking creature. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's one next to Baron and one next to Pembroke. And they reach out to attempt a slam. Oh, oh, oh. This is no. so bad. No. I'll teach you to rub poop on those oranges. <laughs> All right, we'll start with um, Baron flat footed. It is going to be a 27. They are not giant subtype. Don't even ask. Uh, so that is against uh, my regular armor class or my against CMD? Your, uh, flat-footed AC. Uh, flat-footed AC. That is. Why would it be it. against your CMD? I'm just curious. I uh, didn't. I wasn't <laughs> listening to you at all. <laughs> I understand um, because I wasn't listening. I wasn't that listening against to my you. swim check. Um, no, profession fisherman. Flat-footed AC. <laughs> I um. I don't care about you anymore, Troy. <laughs> You're dead to me. Um, yeah, just that say, hits. That just hits. say hit. That hits. Uh, all right. It does three <laughs> points of damage. It does five points of cold damage. And I'm going to need you to roll a reflex save. Yes, sir. Is that a flat-footed reflex save, Troy? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, that is a 24. 24. Uh, I lied. It was a fortitude save. Uh, well, then that would be a 23... If it's a spell, 28. All right, you're fine. Um, Let's see how Pembroke fares. So this thing just hits you, and you just feel this burst of cold energy, um, and it does the same thing to Pem. Ooh, that is going to be a 29 on old Pemmy. That's a hit. Pem's going to take five points regular and ten points of cold, and I need you to roll a fortitude save. Uh, That is... Uh, that is a 13. My turn. My turn to play. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, you become frozen (gasps) and trapped in ice. Oh, no. By the creature's slam attack. So the cold damage that it deals, you, like, are trying to fight against it, and you're just... Oil can. Oil can. 
you are made helpless by the ability. You're conscious, but you can take no physical actions uh, until you become basically unfrozen. Oh, my God. Um, you can cast spells with verbal components uh, if you succeed at a DC 20 concentration check. You can also attempt strength checks to break free. Um, or someone else can try and break you out. Yeah. Round one. Oh, my Pembroke gosh. is a popsicle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Baron. Do I get the sense that from this vantage point with these winds howling that my gun would be audible to people nearby? That is an excellent question. With the winds howling, uh, you... The, the, the main thing you have to worry about at this time of day is attracting the frost giants from the slave pen. If you look down over the ledge uh-huh. to the west, they're milling about right in front of that st- um, in front of the doors to the pen. Okay, so Baron is going to uh, full withdrawal just run uh, around the corner of the statue to stand next to Fyraza, uh because that's where the rest of the group is anyway and we don't want to separate. All right, so double move so it doesn't provoke. Yep. All right, you can just... Get me out of here. All right, and it is Pembroke's turn. So... Entrapped. It's really not much I can do because I don't have any spells prepared that are only verbal. I know, it's uh, like a tease that they even put that in there. Just, yeah. just use your uh, spells with only oh, verbal components. Oh, power word kill. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything. Uh, I guess I'll try a strength check, even though that's kind of a lost cause before you even start anyway. Yeah, zero. So <laughs> I assume that's a fail. No. Uh, uh, is just I'm an old man. in. Hands frozen with poop. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part of it. Uh, it's still smell everything. The smell of citrus and dung. Fills the nostrils. Lork. Lork is going to hop up on the uh, dais there to close on Pembroke from, <laughs> from the other side. Uh, the other side from where the creature is. And he is seeing this happen is going to attempt. To, can he attempt a strength check to try to break him out? Uh, yes, yes, you can. Um, do, do you use like a like a weapon, or do you just attempt a, a strength check? Uh, yeah, you can attack it. It has hardness and hit points. I mean, he's frozen in ice, or you can just burn hands him. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, yeah, I just uh, God, this is tough. Anything over, we'll say, the hit points needed to destroy it will hurt Pembroke. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, but I mean, um, we can't, uh, you know. Just light does, a fire. Does the, does the creature seem <laughs> ethereal, or does it seem, like, hurtable? Right it, now you, you can... S- you said it was, like, ghostly, right? Yeah, right now you can barely even see it. Yeah, so I'm not going to mess with that. L- Lorkin has learned his lesson on trying to fight these kind of things. So he's just going to try to get Pembroke out of here. Uh, he is going to pull out heart spit. Oh! And from... Uh, from 10 feet away, he's just going to stab at Pembroke, <laughs> just trying to chip away oh, at, no. at the ice. So do I, I just roll damage? Is that... Uh, no, you got to roll against... Yeah, well... Yeah, I just roll damage. Yeah, you just roll damage. Yeah, it's kind of, an, kind of an automatic hit there. Yeah, the hardness is the DR, so go for it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get... Yeah, I'm not going to do anything. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage, so you just... You start to remove some of so the I ice did around some, I did some. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, okay. It is. I'm going to have Cat Benatar do the same okay. thing. Okay. Break away the ice. Attack the ice. Might have to uh, push her to do that. Maybe she doesn't un- quite understand. Yeah, I'm not going to attack probably Pembroke. A trick that she knows. Right. I'm not going to just attack Pembroke. 
me see if I can get it. Uh, nope, failed. Failed. So she's confused. She's confused. Like, she doesn't get it. You want me to bite your friend? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, 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 this doesn't add up. All right. This doesn't add up at Stupid all. Stupid panther. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get out of here. All right. It is their turn. Um, let's see here. The one that just froze Pembroke. <sighs> Breath attack on Baron. Feyraza, um, Lork, and Pembroke again uh, while he is frozen. Uh, so everybody roll a reflex save. Did you say this is a fey creature? Uh, it is fey-like, <laughs> but it is not fey. Then it's a spell, this attack? This is a supernatural ability. Okay. Grant. Son of gotta a check. Bitch. You gotta son of check. Bitch. 25. 25. 24 for Bear Bear. Okay. 18 for okay. old Lork Iron Tusk. All right. And Pem's, I obviously, I um, probably can't take reflex. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you all get half damage, except Pem's gets full. Um, Cat Benatar uh, as well. It's a 30-foot cone. I don't know if she's oh, oh, in the Oh, okay, cone. okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Pembroke takes nine damage. Uh, the three of you, Lork, Baron, and Feyraza, take four. But now you need to roll a um, fortitude save. Oh, dear. This is not going to be good. I have a feeling. 24. Oh, oh 20, uh, 23. 24. Very, rolled very high. All over 20? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. None of you are entrapped. We got to However, go. Pembroke, it, Pem, Pembroke, Pembroke now is encased in ice again and completely uh, helpless. <laughs> completely helpless now. Um, you said he was helpless before. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah, well, now it's like you can't even do... The damage like, I did is twice. undone. Yeah, oh, he can only be saved by you guys at this point. Oh, hmm. uh, I mean... Okay. <laughs> and it is Feyraza's turn. Uh, Feyraza's going to take off flying to get up in the air. Okay. And then I, I hope this works. <laughs> I'm going to cast Heat Metal on something that Pembroke has on him that's metallic. Okay, so, Heat uh, Metal. What do you have? Do you have anything on you that's metallic that would be like uh, his cod piece? The, ro- <laughs> the, the meta magic rod is that is that metallic? Well, my staff has uh, metal bits on it. Uh, that work for you? I'm sure there's some level of metal on his him belt buckle. Gonna, yeah, his buckle. You don't have yeah. a weapon of any kind. Like my a, staff. My yeah, staff, yeah. That's, that's it. Right. So slime cane. It's going to start getting hotter. So maybe it will melt the ice. Okay. Um, how many uh, hit points does it? I mean, yeah. Does it do damage or like? Yeah, it'll do damage. Just yeah. damage. All right. Roll the roll the damage. Well, for, for the first round, it does nothing because it just is warm. Okay, so it starts warming up. Second round, it'll deal. The second round, it'll deal one d four points of damage. Tiny. I can't little think bit of anything of else. Yeah, I have no, no strength. No, I hear you. Um, it's now the other one's turn. How high up in the air are you? 40 feet. 40 feet. Uh, the one on the other side that attacked Baron flies up to you in midair and attempts to slam you and hopefully freeze you so you fall from the air. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh. I mean, I didn't fly over the statue. Right. Well, wherever you flew. I flew away. <laughs> it flew to you. All right. Um, all right. It is going to be a 21. Yep. 21 oh, hits. No. Uh, Poor little bird. All guess, right. Guess what I didn't do after the last battle? What? Heal. Oh, oh, I spent no. all my No. <laughs> of course I did. Three oh, points of, of regular damage, seven points of cold, and you got to roll yourself a juicy fortitude save. Oh. A very important fortitude save. Does he just fall and shatter and die if he fails? <laughs> I think it's only fair. Oh. Uh, 18. 
just made. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Oh, I didn't think oh, I'd actually get to freeze man. someone in the air. And I won't. That would have been cool. Uh, I mean, it would have been awful. It would have been cool. Cool, but awful. But cool. Uh, okay, so it just flies up to meet Feyraza and tries to do something and does some damage but cannot freeze you. And... Uh, it is now is round so two, it's so and it's bad. Baron's turn. Pembroke, frozen, helpless. Just go. I'll flame strike it. And them. Yeah. Well, well, we can't we leave. We can't run. I'll flame strike Pembroke. No, take him <laughs> with, pick him up and take him with you. I, you don't think I want to do that? I think it's preposterous. Yeah, I don't the think The amount of ice, there's no way you could lift it. No way. Um, so, Baron is torn between wanting to just shoot Pembroke and hope that that would work on the ice, but that doesn't seem like it would work and it doesn't seem... I would also have to take it around to, to pull out a potion of silence, apply it to my gun so that the guys in the slave pen don't hear it. So Baron, for the first time in a long time, is going to pull out the plus one hand axe. Shwink! Oh. Walk over to Pembroke and hack at the ice. Walks over to Pembroke and just starts hacking. Go for it. Fail. Oh, wait, I don't roll a hit. Sorry, sorry. You hit two points of damage. You hit Feyraza. All right, so <laughs> doesn't even make a chip into it. Uh, oh, no. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, that was a five-foot step, it looks like, so I can take another. You had to draw the web. Oh, you have uh, a quick draw. Yeah, yeah. Was that a five-foot step? Looked like you moved ten feet. Did Grant. I move ten? I think you did. All right, then I'm done. Uh, You're the boss. All right, it's Pembroke turn, and now goes to Lork. Um, I, I, Lork has to assess the situation here. Sure, this sure. doesn't seem like it makes any sense. Okay. Like hacking away a Pembroke, it's not going to do anything. They're just going to keep freezing him. Uh, and the creatures are like ethereal, right? Um, I mean, you maybe know. maybe a magic weapon would do damage to it. I'm going to give it a shot. I don't think, I think we have to try to attack it. Try to All kill right. the thing. Yeah. Do me a favor and roll a perception check. All right. I'll roll a perception check only because you told me I had to. Right. Uh, that is the 35. 35. Okay. So, you've played a rogue before, right, Joe? Yes. Are you familiar with the, they're like, they can do things like hide in plain sight, right? Yes. Like, if they have something they can hide behind, they can hide. Right. And it's a stealth versus perception roll. And if you don't see that rogue, you can't attack it, right? Right. They have a very similar feature. So, as you come up to it, it's blending in with the surroundings and you can't see it. Um, all right. Uh... I will go over. I mean, I, I, I. It doesn't make sense to try to move Pembroke, right? Is the ice on him like a mound, like an igloo around him, or is it like barely perceptible, but he's frozen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Does it seem the weight of the water would be impossible to lift up, or it can w- I lift Pembroke up? It would Pembroke be impossible, but I don't and know. run him out. You can't run him out. No, you can't lift Pembroke up and run him out. Okay, just kick him off the side. Um, <laughs> just throw him in the slave pen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then I'll just I'll just a- attack him again. I'll just a- attack his ice. Okay, uh, and I do 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 do, do fifteen. No, I'm sorry. That's 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, that one definitely chunked through. Took a little chunk of ice off. Um, it's funny. I'm thinking, like, why, why wouldn't they try to attack the creatures? But you need Pembroke uh, to get involved in the fight. It makes sense. Uh, it is their turn. Uh, the one that just did that breath weapon. Let's see here. All right. It is going to attempt to... Yeah, Pembroke was definitely the worst one to get caught first. <laughs> right, it's going to attempt to s- fake a five-foot step and attempt to slam Lork. First slam on Lork, 26. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, it's going to be 
Three points of regular, nine points of cold, roll a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, that is a succeed. 22. 22. All right. Uh, second slam on old Lorkmaster. Natural one. There yeah, we go. There we go. Ooh, there we, we haven't go. had a natty one in a while. Oh, come on. A huge fumble. fumble. Give us a huge fan fumble. He's never going to fumble. Not against Lork. Natural 20. God oh. damn it. Oh, son of a beast. <laughs> man. I want a 20 on the roll. God. Uh, grilled cheese on but- it's a miss, which is grilled cheese on a baguette. All right. <laughs> you were going it's a lot there. of bread. It's a flying Feyraza's turn. All right. Well, first things first, the heat metal will go, right? So we get another round of that. Yeah. It's hot, so it's 1d4 points of damage. I don't his, think it would do His belt more. buckle does... I would think it wouldn't have to bypass hardness, though, right? It's just heat. Yeah. It's trying to melt the Magical the heat? Sure. All right, roll the one Well, here's the thing. The, the heat energy, it, it, it's worse against hardness. It does half. But this is ice. ice. But it's, it's a very yeah. different situation. I'm making a call on the fly. I think it should so. be double damage. I, me too. Three points. Three points. Okay. And it, and it happens to Pembroke, too. So yeah, sorry about that. It takes three damage. <laughs> Pembroke's got to be so confused. Why is she trying to kill me? <laughs> can't you see I can't move? Uh, all right. Is this one on the ground? The one that's that you, the breath weapon? Uh, yes. It's the, like standing on the ground. Like, what would I, what do I see? Uh, it is Right now, it is surrounded by uh, Frozen Pembroke, Baron, and Lork. It's like right in the middle of but all of them. It's not like hovering or anything. No, that one isn't. There's okay. one hovering next to you. Okay, I'm going to fly away from it. So okay. i got to put some distance between me and it. All right. Are and you going to take a standard action, or are you going to provoke? I have to fly. Uh, <laughs> Even the provoke can kill you. Yeah, I mean, I'm low on hit points. Yeah. You might have to just withdraw. Well, I think I have to withdraw. All right, yeah, I'll withdraw. Full withdraw. <sighs> so funny the way fly combat's go. feet away. When you walked in that room last week, I was like, oh, these big guys are going to do so much damage. You mash. These two little oh. things are ten <laughs> times as dangerous. Uh, all right, Faye Raza, where are you going to fly to? Uh, for, uh, she's got, she got 80 feet away, you know, away. Maybe over the slate pen. Over the slate pen, Sure. That's good. The Frost Giants are taking target practice against nearby pigeons. Uh, <laughs> all right. It is the one that you just flew away from. Uh, you have given yourself a, a lot of distance. Uh, so instead, it f- focuses its attention on the group, and it uses its breath weapon on everyone. Um, except his buddy. So uh, <laughs> roll first your reflex save. 21. Lurk and Kepanatar over 20. Um, all right, so 11 points of damage to Pembroke, 5 to the rest of you, and all of you roll a um, fortitude save. Baron, cat. How, how much to me? Uh, 11. Oh, 20 for Lork. I just feel like my luck is going to run out any yep. second here. Sure will. 28 for Baron. All right, Baron's sure good. 20 will. even for Cat uh, oh, Benatar. Man, I can't freeze you guys. Wow. Uh, but again, um, Pembroke gets it. encased in more of this ice. Round three. So far, so pretty bad. Um, now, every time he gets encased, it's undoing any damage we've done to the outer it's shell. It's just adding to it. It's just adding more... Uh, more hit points. More hit points to it, yeah. More that you have to break through. Um, Woof. Yeah, standing near him, it's, it's tough because you need to stand near him to break it away, but it also leaves you vulnerable to the breath attack that's making it harder to break him out. Um, so, Baron, you're up. Um... I don't know what the hardness of this is, right? You haven't 
announced this? He hasn't, but 10 no. hit points did chip away some damage. Right, and I only have a 1d6 plus 1 maximum there. So I'm going to do... I'm going to assume that I'm not going to be able to do much uh, advancement on this, and I'm just going to test out the theory to prove the rule, and I'm going to attack the, the creature twice with my hand axe. Roll a perception check to see if you can even see it. Uh, probably can't see it. 19. You actually can. Oh, I can? Yeah, its stealth ability uh, was not enough to beat your 19. Great. So this is my first attack with the hand axe for a... a, It's not a critical threat, but it's a 19 on the die for a 29 to hit. That is a hit. And that does six points of damage, or does it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, What kind of hand axe you got there? Plus one hand axe. Plus one, so uh, if something... That's magical? Yep. You got that magical, so that would bypass DR... All right, maybe it did some damage. <laughs> yeah, the idea went through. All right, let's just kill these things then. Uh, that is probably also going to be hit with a 22. 22 is a miss. Oh, okay. So How I'm, dare you assume that was a hit? I'm going to leave my hand axe in my hand now uh, because I want to have an attack of opportunity potentially, but I just want to pull out my pistol and start killing these things now. Okay, fair enough. Um, Pembroke, you're still helpless. Anything you're going to do? Yeah. I am um, actually... I, Wish I had thought of this earlier, but I'm going to use my Dimensional Steps ability to Nightcrawler bamf my way out of here. <laughs> what kind of an ability is that? Is uh, that- it is a spell-like ability, but it has no verbal or somatic components. So you don't need any components. It would be just purely a mental it's, action. It's a mental action. I don't have to move. I just have to think. As long right. as I'm still conscious. You're good yeah, at that, I think. And you are I'm conscious. pretty good at thinking. Uh, I, I hate it. But, uh, yeah, here's what I'm going to say. Oh, my God, would that get us out of a bind? You could do it, but wherever you go to, you're going to still be frozen with a hot dog buckle. I wasn't, yeah. (laughs) That's fine, too. You're you're bringing the ice with you. You're bringing the ice with you. (laughs) Imagine the ice just, like, stay there in the shape of Pembroke. That would be really cool. (laughs) It was beautiful that someone's enacted a new shrine to another deity. (laughs) It'd be a cool way to make an ice mold if you want to make a statue of me or something. (laughs) Where where do you want to teleport to? Uh, I am going to go just back down to the base of the steps. Back down, so just... Out of sight. Yeah. Pembroke just shows up at the base of the steps uh, as a frozen man. I'm just a, I'm just a wizard. <laughs> okay, uh, Lork, you see Pembroke just wink out of there. You assume he's dead. Pembroke winks out. Um, uh, no, I don't. I assume he's a genius because that's what he is. And I just tap Baron on the shoulder and I'm like, we got to get out of here. And, uh, and you hear, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I know that puffin, <laughs> uh, man, Baron kind of wants to stay and fight him out, but I'll follow the Lork's lead. Um, it's just, it's just, all right, fine. But we had to roll fine. checks. We had to roll checks he'll, to he'll see them. So it his, might be better yeah, to leave. It's, it's, I mean, it's, uh, Basically, I'm thinking I can drop heart spit and pull out my bow and roll a perception and fire at them, right? And if I fail the perception, I can't do anything. You and then they freeze me, and now I can't teleport out anywhere. If you I can also right. shoot a bow from a very long distance away. That's a good point. Right, but if I, right, but if I run away and then Baron's frozen immediately in the next round before he can get out, like it's and I gotta silence my gun if I'm ever to do any reasonable damage on these things, and that's gonna take another round, and yeah. that's another set of checks. So maybe it's best to run. Look, we already put plenty of poop all over all this fruit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's just gonna start running. Then, he'll, yep, he's gonna go with his instinct. Say we gotta get out of here, and uh, he'll say cat on me, and he'll start running. All right, so he starts running around the statue. Um, you get uh, as far as you can go. I mean, you can move up to four. Do you have to go in a straight line for a run? 
Uh, yes, you All do. Right, but, so, uh, so he's just going to move. Do a double, double move. move. Okay. Um, well, how high is the dais? The, the the stone that he can't just like hop up on it, run across it, and hop off the other yeah, side. You can do that. That's yeah. fine. All right. So you start going down. And you see at the bottom of the stairs is a frozen Pembroke. Yeah. Okay. There he is. Pembroke, you're a genius. And Cat Benatar uh, reaches you as well. So now Baron is alone with these two creatures. And it is one of the creatures' oh, turn. Come on. Oh, what to do? What to do? I thought do? the only turn here was Matthew, though. <laughs> oh, man. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Shameless <laughs> attempt for a bottle cap. Oh. Uh, oh. The one right next to you, Baron, is going to attempt a couple of these slams. First one, 33. Hits you for on. Uh, three points of regular damage, three points of cold. Oh, well, he's got the highest fortitude, I think, in the whole yeah, party. Yeah. What's your fortitude? Uh, my fortitude uh, is plus 10. All right, you go ahead and roll it. And remember, a natural one is a fail. No, 15 on the die, bro. Yeah. All right. All right, all right, bro. Come on, you got one uh, more. Second attack, 29. Hits four. Survive one more attack. Uh, three points of regular, five points of cold. Try another fortitude save. You do. You do for that fail. 13 on that, bro. Yeah! Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Feyraza, it is your turn. You are 80 feet away. Feyraza is going to hold. Uh, she'll keep. She'll fly. Uh, sh- yeah, no, she'll delay. She'll delay. Uh, the other one just swoops in to uh, Baron here. Uh, can only get off one attack. Can't do its breath weapon again, unfortunately. So it's going to try for this slam-a-lam-a-ding-dong. Uh, that is going to be a natural one. Yeah! yeah! Oh, this would be a nice break. Come Bum on, fail it. Oh, this would have been so good. 24. That's a miss, bro. Yeah! Oh, nice! Fan fumble! Nice! We got a fair fumble! Fan fumble! Uh, let's see. Why don't you go ahead and roll me uh, 3d20s? <laughs> it's a terrible system. <laughs> we didn't nap. Why is it a terrible system? It's a randomizer. Yeah, well, but it, it is, but there's actually... The distribution is uneven because it's actually like it's it would be it's way more rare to roll like a three on three d twenty or <laughs> oh right 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 and it is yeah we, yeah you're right we have to get another system so just get like a number randomizer something forty five yeah. you can just roll a d one hundred probably there's so many uh, forty five okay forty five that was gonna be the one <laughs> um, okay this one comes in from Kyle from Delco. Kyle! Not from Delco. Something in my eye. An object has lodged itself in your eye. You suffer a 50% mischance on all attack rolls. In addition, you also suffer minus two penalties to your AC, reflex saves, and vision-based perception checks. You can spend a full round action to dislodge the object. Fortitude save changes this to a move action instead of a full round action next round. So, um, yeah. So you can roll a fortitude save. The DC is Baron's AC. Right now? Yeah, right now. 25. Fortitude save. Fail. Yeah. All right. So you have to spend a full action or you take all those penalties. Basically, everybody has concealment against you. Wow. And a minus two to its AC. Thank you, Kyle. Nice. Might get Baron out of there on this huge... uh, attack of opportunity that's yeah, about yeah. to come oh, up. Uh, I forgot this since now, so I'm going to roll it now. Baron, you take an extra seven points of damage for their cold aura. Ooh. Uh, 
You guys lucked out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on up here. All right, next round, round four. I'm going to tell you right now, this looks like it might be far from over. Uh, Baron. Uh, so can Baron full withdraw and get out of there? You can. You, you would provoke from the guy with uh, the concealment, so... You have a good chance. Can I go straight across the dais, or should I go around? You can like go. That? You can go across the dais. So I gotta jump up and across. All right. So concealing but you McGee do provoke. is going to attempt fifty percent mischance. I'll just roll the mischance before I even roll the uh, d twenty. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I think if a target has full concealment, you cannot make an attack of opportunity. No, this, uh, uh, no, that's cover. If it has any cover, you can't make an attack of opportunity. Okay. I think it, I don't know if it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's going to be close. That is a, f- that is a fifteen. So that's not close <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's just uh, nice. don't get the attack. Thank you, right. Kyle. Nice, awesome. Kyle. Wow. I owe you beer. Wow. And then can right. Faraza act? Uh, Faraza can act. All right. She's going to cast flame strike. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you cast Flame Strike, a level five spell, I believe. Level right? four spell. Level four spell. Boom on the uh, statue. And the guys. And the guys. 40, so, 40 foot radius. I'm sorry. 40, nope. 10 foot radius. 10 so foot I radius. can't get both of them. Okay, you can get the, the one You can get one uh, of them, but it's near the statue, right? It would also affect the statue yeah. if it had any effect. All right, roll, uh, roll the damage. It's a lot of damage. That's uh, a, a big one. Twenty-five points of damage. Twenty-five points. Three, of two, damage. three, six, three, two, two, three, one. Oh, oh come God. on! Boo. Boo. Ninety-six. Uh, all right. So you cast it from right there. Yeah. And I'm assuming flame strike is pretty loud, right? There it is. Boom. Yeah. So the one that just fumbled. Takes uh, a lot of damage. You get a uh, reflex save for the guys. Okay, what's the reflex? Uh, DC eighteen. DC eighteen uh, made it, so half half damage. So it's twelve. Got it. Okay, so you hit it, take some damage, dodges out of the way a little bit, and then it engulfs the statue. <gasps> <gasps> yes. The flames lick yes. away, and it hasn't been touched. Oh. Roll a perception check, Beraza. Come on, baby. Uh, 34. There we go. 34. You look down at the slave pens, and you see the two frost giants <laughs> look up towards the statue at that giant flame, talk to each other, and then leave their post to come to the statue where Frozen Pembroke, Lork, Cat Benatar, and a running away Baron are. We'll see you next week! No, 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 no. Oh, we can't stop there! What a miserable week! This is gonna be a miserable oh, week! Ah, fuck you, Troy. <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? 
Well, we dove deep into the Empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.